can never need you. Everybody flawed, I can never need you. Ain't nobody ga 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 ga. Everybody flawed, I can never need you. Ain't nobody ga 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 ga. Yeah, let up, yeah. A lot of red solos and back of the crib Soho. A lot of them is humble, a lot of them go Sunoco. Gashed off the likes of vice, it's not important. I still pray for your life, despite I'm not a part of it. I ain't by this industry, but this Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 156. All right. I'm a little high right now, I'm not gonna lie. We have a slow start. About six bong rips in. <laughs> A little bit lit. A little bit, just a little bit. It's that new Wale. Oh, man. Wale is talking about pushing a woman away in that song. My Virgo brother, how I relate. Hello, guys. What's up? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, 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 gobble. Yo, stay away from the pork today, man. That shit ain't no good. Like, I like the smell of pork, but I hate it. Not eating that shit. Um, what's up, guys? It's been a, it's been a week. It's been a week. These weeks go by so slow. Like, I record Wednesday, and then it feels like it takes forever to, for Wednesday to come again. So, you know. Today really feel like a Friday to me. I went outside, got a manicure today. Um, after I leave the studio, I'm going to go get a hair, get a baldy. I say haircut. It's not a haircut when you're not getting the, the cut. It's just a baldy. I'm getting the, my, my shave. I usually do it myself, but it's the holidays. So I'm going to get a holiday baldy with a little extra gloss on it. I'm saying, um, man, it don't feel like, it don't even feel like Thanksgiving, man. And this is my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving because it's family time. Like, as a little kid, I always like Christmas the most because you get shit. But Thanksgiving was the real one because that's when you go see everybody. Christmas is whatever. You bear, you might see your cousins on th- Christmas barely. And that's only because they want to get your ass out the house. You know what I'm saying? Go, go to your, we're going to take you to your cousin's house and then we go do our adult thing. You know what I'm saying? And you play with your cousins and show them what you got and you play with their shit and then you go home and then the Christmas is done. Thanksgiving, you see cousins you ain't seen in a minute because I tell you this, when it's food around, everybody coming. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Food? Who cooked? Shirley cooked? Shit, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you get in the kitchen, check that arm to wrist ratio. If her, if her bicep ain't juicy, don't eat that food, bro. Don't eat it. Um. Oh. We almost into the new year, man. It's like we got a, we got one month left in 2020. One month, but this, you know, the coronavirus will not let niggas be great. It's rearing its ugly head again. Cuomo talking about shutting shit down December 1st. Oh boy, I will say this: um, if that happens again, I'm going to make the best of it, like I did last time. Uh, the city gonna be empty again. Do y'all remember how that felt? I don't know if y'all was y'all was scared the first go around. Like before summer, everybody was shook. So niggas really wasn't going out the house for nothing. But um, if you were one of those people like me that were outside, I was working during that shit. So 
Like the night the governor shut the city down, I had to work overnight. Like I started my doorman job that night. So I had to be out there. And I tell you, there was no, the trains empty, streets empty, fucking, it felt like everything stopped. You know, but it was cool because I'm, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm, as an introverted person, I don't really like the busy shit. Like when the streets is busy, you know, I'm a New Yorker, so I'm used to it, but I hate that shit, man. And then I always see somebody I know or somebody that know me, like, and it's just like, ah, <laughs> I gotta stop and talk to this nigga. I gotta pause my head, but I don't wanna talk. I don't wanna talk, bro. Just give, be cool with the what's up and the walk off. The niggas wanna chat. That sh- I hate that shit. And I don't mean to sound like a dick, because, you know, there be people you know. You see, yo, Mo, what's good? Oh, what's up, man? Fuck. Now I gotta talk for 10 minutes. And then when the conversation get good or you, you crack a joke and the nigga like really start getting into the... Once a nigga body language get comfortable, he gonna talk now. Now he ready to talk. This nigga done stood, put his back leg back and folded his arms. Oh, he in, he's in fucking talk position. Nigga, you trying to really chat? No, it's cold. Nigga, yo, listen, man. Hit me, bro. I'm, I'm gonna see you. Come on. I, I, keep it short. Keep it short, bro. Get, keep it moving, man. I, I can't... I, come on. And you know... The only bad thing about it is everything's closed. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's the only reason the streets is really empty. Because when shit was closed, you couldn't shop. Couldn't go buy shit. And the restaurants was open. Niggas wasn't outside because there wasn't no reason. The minute stores started opening back and restaurants that you eat outside, niggas creeped out of everywhere. But before that, when I was one of the main niggas going to the park, love your city youngin', showing niggas around. Like, yo, look, this beautiful out here. I'm riding city bikes, showing niggas the city. Nobody, niggas was telling me, yo, you crazy, bro. You gonna get the Rona. Yo, where your mask at? <laughs> Two months later, these niggas is smoking hookah on the sidewalk with no mask. Busting firecrackers. Fuck y'all. Hypocrites. Just because the shit I like to do wasn't canceled. Means I don't mean the shit you like to do isn't trash. Okay? Fuck your hookah, bitch. Light a spliff. Hookah. Like, hookah's gonna kill y'all. Smoke weed, man. I, I'd say this. I am an advocate. I want the marijuana company, uh, 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 community to pay me and to smoke. And then listen, it would be a wonderful life. You know how long weed heads live? Look how long Snoop been living. You ain't never heard about Snoop in the hospital. You ain't never heard about Snoop sick. You ain't never seen Snoop look fucked up. He been skinny forever, so you can't say he lost weight. He kind of gained a little bit. Nigga, hair's growing luxuriously. Look at all the weed niggas, though. Method Man, Red Man. Method Man like a million bucks. Red Man still look the same from 94. The niggas don't age. Pharrell, look, Pharrell don't smoke weed. I don't, he probably do, but Pharrell got skincare out. The niggas is looking great. My black people, my beautiful black people. But it's because of the herbs, too. You think Pharrell don't got no herbs and spices in his little skincare? You think Pharrell don't smoke? He from fucking Virginia. This nigga was into skateboarding. Skateboarders smoke like a motherfucker. Salute to all my skaters. Look at Wayne. Wayne got one dread left, but he happy. He fighting a case, but he's happy. You know? And Wayne live up to his lyrics. He said always strapped. God damn it. Look at the world we in. Nigga, it's better to have it than not have it. Nigga, Boosie damn near lost a leg. Got popped. Shit. Vinny the Butcher on crutches. You better keep a gun with you, nigga. I'm telling you. I see the video uh, yesterday on Instagram. Dude tried to do a home invasion. Took a bullet home. You gonna come around here? Keep your shit on you, nigga. It's, it's, it's real out here. Niggas is hungry. Niggas is hungry, man. Niggas is gonna start robbing, bro. It's only so long this gentrified New York gonna last. 
Y'all better get it together soon with this corona shit. Hurry up. Because everybody ain't, ain't, ain't for this, this struggling shit. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Um, I seen an interesting topic on Facebook. Shout out to my boy Biz. Um, now, um, now, uh, he had a, a, a um a post basically saying that uh, Fifty Cent said Pop Smoke's album was a classic, and he said that's not true, and blah blah blah. Now I said to him, now. Anybody over the age of 25 really should not be speaking on what's a classic to people that are under 25. Pop Smoke himself was only 20 when he passed. So to niggas his age and under, that's a classic album. That Pop Smoke album had the impact like 50s did to the children. Now, understand, I know y'all like, what? No, where the fuck? I'm not talking to you. Y'all got to stop thinking the world revolve around you. The world moves on. Our generation is done. Our generation was, uh, the rappers we came up on are done. We just watched the Gu- uh, Gucci versus Jeezy. Two million people watched that shit. Let Travis Scott go against Future. Watch how many people watch that shit. It's different. Now you probably like, Travis Scott? None of my listen to that nigga. Ha. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever. Ask your kid who Travis Scott is. The fuck are you talking about? Ask your kid who Pop Smoke is. Now ask your kid who's Memphis Bleak. You know who that is. Your kid don't know who the fuck that is. Let's stop it. Let's stop. Get out your old head way. Move out the way. To the kids, that Pop Smoke album is a classic to them. It is. That was their summer. Summer 2020 quarantine was Pop Smoke. It's a fact. They got the dance. He had a dance. Nigga, what do you mean? That's a classic moment. Now, now, if they never took pop, he would have been doing that dance on Jimmy Kimmel. He'd have been showing how these old, he'd have been on Good Morning America showing one of these old ex-football niggas how to do the dance. You hold your hand like this, left, right. It would have been, come on, stop that shit, man. To the youth, that Pop Smoke album was a classic. And that's his first album. The numbers was there, the streams was there. You hear it on the radio. I'm sorry, is that not a hit album? Does he not have records charting? So what's not classic about it? In 10 years, when you play Dior, you're going to be like, yeah, that's a fight. That's a classic song. Cut it out. It is. That was a moment. Welcome to the party. That's a classic record. These are classics for the youth. By Fabio 4 and Big Drip, that's a classic to the youth. In 10 years, you play those at a party when these kids is 24, that's a fucking, they're going to go crazy. That DJ is going to be the man. He knows his shit. Y'all got to stop being old for a minute. Sticks, you, you know, staying young is a part of growing and getting old. Believe it or not. This is as funny as that sounds. You have to keep yourself in the loop to things that are not of you directly just to keep an awareness of everything, you know? So that's like our parents wouldn't say Kanye West has a classic because they don't listen to that shit. They know who he is through the media. They don't know his music. J. Cole, to us, is a legend. My father probably heard three, four songs from J. Cole his whole life. Don't know. Does that mean J. Cole is not a great? No. It's not his time. I don't, I don't know who those are. My father's favorite rapper was Method Man. My favorite rapper is Kendrick Lamar. I don't think my father's ever heard a Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> so 
you know, if and that I, now say him, say he was to say, hey, who the fuck is Kenny Lamar? That ain't no classic. I'll tell you who's classic. Method Man. Okay, yeah. In your day, yes. Wu Tang was the shit. We, I was there. I remember it. But now you're older, and you don't know what's going on behind you. You know what I'm saying? Biz, I don't mean you know you my nigga, but you ain't been home in a while. I know you've been in New York, but you haven't been in. And to feel these things from home is a different element. When you see these young boys in cars spinning around, they're listening to pop. These kids in these pictures that's throwing up shit, that's pop influence. All this Dior the hood wearing, that's his influence. That moment, this moment he had was a classic moment, which means the music matches that moment. You don't get that moment with bad music. Know what I mean? When 50 Cent Get Rich Without Trying, that was a moment. The build up to that album and then the album was a classic album because of the moment. 50 couldn't miss. Every song is what people, he, he, all people wanted to hear. And that was because that was our time. That we were, we were there. We were in our youth. Now you take yourself back to when you were, how old were you when that Get Rich Without Trying came out? When that came out, I was in high school. I was like 17. So I remember that shit vividly. Is I don't know your real age. I'm going to assume that in 2003, you were maybe 20. So that's a, that moment for you is different. Now, as you aged, you all aged. De- decades go by. New York music dropped down and the South took over. But to these kids, Pop Smoke and Fabio and all these young New York drill rappers, that's, that's the now. You know what I mean? So let's not allow ourselves to get old. Let's, uh, let's understand things from every perspective here. You know, before we just, you know. Um, now, a lot of music came out. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to play some music. Yo, this, I'm, and listen, this St. John album. Man, this St. John album. Then when I come back from the music, we're going to talk about the Grammys. And um, how we got to stop giving the Grammys so much. Um, of our attention. Our attention is too cheap. I say this all the time. Our attention is too cheap. Okay? You cannot respect a, a, a place that does not cater to our culture. Really? You know, the Grammys are trying to keep shit Caucasian friendly, if you will. Although, the entire music culture is ethnic. Okay? Whether they want to admit it or not. Okay, country music sells, sure. Is it mainstream? No. Is it popular? No. So they'll rather glorify people we've... Like, how many times you watch the Grammys and you're like, who? Who the fuck is that? Because he popping in Minnesota, don't mean he gets a Grammy for that. Don't nobody know that motherfucker, man. Oh, he sold 800,000 800, and, and I never heard of him. And it's like, it's not really my culture. I don't listen to country music, but a hit is a hit. How you think white people know all the black songs? Hello? How many times you watch a TikTok to a black a mother doing the dance perfectly? Like, oh, she know what she doing. Like, she know the songs and what she know the words. Like, they know our shit, but when, when they, they don't want to uh, glorify us the way they steal from us. So you're giving the Grammys too much of our attention and to our attention is too cheap for the Grammys. Okay. But we're going to get back to that. Now, I'm going to talk about this St. John album. It's phenomenal. Now, I went to high school with this guy. This is many moons ago. So, 
Anytime I like pop smoke with some is from Canarsie. I'm from Canarsie. So anytime it's people close to me or people that I, I I know of, and they they're like doing their thing, bro. Like it just lets you know like it's any it's possible. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta stick to your shit, man. And you gotta dream. You gotta follow your shit and believe in yourself. Ain't nobody gonna believe in you but you. You know, Will Smith had a thing where he said you gotta believe. You 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 gotta be able to do it alone. Sometimes you have to just do it yourself. Ain't nobody gonna support you in the beginning, but when your shit get lit, here they come, and that's great. That's f- and people be like, you know what's funny? People be wanting support for for nothing when they when you trash. You don't get support when you trash, Duke. Okay, like oh, when we was y'all niggas at when I was struggling, nigga, we was watching you struggle, and, and now that you're not struggling, we, we, now we're gonna support you. You got it together, like. When you, was, you, you had to struggle. The struggle don't come from people not supporting you. The struggle comes from God to build your character to see if you're worthy of the blessing that's going to come to you. That's what that is. The struggle is temporary. In hindsight. Because once your life changes, all your prior shit don't matter. Because now you know another side of life. When you're broke, when you're poor, when you're in a small financial situation where you're just doing, you're making it. You know, you don't have no luxury, but you're stable. Got a place to live. I got a steady form of income. I'm situated. But you're not, you know, that's, then I want to tell people, no, that's okay. Okay? That's perfectly fine. There's no, listen, everybody don't got to be rich. Everybody ain't going to be famous. Some people are going to be regular, and you have to be okay and, and, and appreciative of that. There are people doing much worse. People be having all their shit together. And be trying to keep up with other motherfuckers doing better than them, but doing worse to get what they have. You don't know what these people are sacrificing and putting on the line to live the way they do. And if you're not in that world or from that life, you can't lust over it. It's like that's you don't you're not putting the, you're not putting the risk in for those rewards. It's a big people are risking their lives to live a lavish life. Some of them on a day to day, they risking their freedom. Can you live with that kind of anxiety? And you just want the lifestyle. You don't see the life. You know what I mean? And that's why a lot of time I want these people to like glorify your life. Let people see your life, not just the good parts. Because you got people thinking this shit is a game and shit is easy. And it's not. There's a lot of people serving time for risking this shit, trying to be better than what they were. Because they're not trying to be regular. I want to be rich. I'm not about to be poor. Fuck that. I'm going to do anything I got to do to get the money. You know what I mean? And it's not worth it in the end because if you go go to jail or die and you that's not what you wanted, you know, you just wanted the life, but you don't know what it takes. So be easy with how you envy people. If you're not willing to do what they're doing, then leave them alone. Shut up. Just support them. Be happy for them from a distance. Be like, yo, he's doing his thing, man. It's much love. Support to him. But um, I like to see people from where I'm from doing well. Um, this is uh, St. John's, I want to say his third album. Yeah, this is the third album as far as I'm as far as I know. But um I've been listening to St. John since 2018. And um he's finally getting his light now and more people are on to him. Um more people are listening. And I'll tell you, man, this guy. Ah, all right. So I've been listening to this album for the last five days straight. All day, every day. But um, I'm gonna play this song. This is Quarantine Wifey featuring uh J.I.D. 
<coughs> whore. You know what I'm saying? Fuck everybody too out right now. Go get my shit, bitch. Uh, 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 and out this year long, next year. We ain't fucking none of you bum-ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? You're a fuck boy, we not fucking with you, no, no, no. You are a no, 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 you little whore, you guy ain't shit, bitch. Trying to be the next kind. Can I talk my shit again? Away. City slums, nigga. Red rum, red rum, bread give a nigga leg room. They be playing dumb. I thought somebody said something, but it's probably all inside my head. All these women trying to lie in my bed. Put the venom in my body and spread till a nigga dead. I ain't even scared of it. Tell the truth, I'm never really careful. When it come to you, I'm being real. Had a thing for you since we was little. Now I got a bigger thing to give. Music louder, now I don't wanna yell. We could talk about it at the crib or the parking lot inside the wheel. I've been numb and I don't have a fuck to give. Shut your mouth, baby, button lips. I don't wanna ever have to wonder about another. The nigga and the woman I'm loving I'm just a nigga right Said, me and my girlfriend. That was St. John Quarantine Wifey. All new music. Meek dropped a four pack of records. 
Um, eh, I mean, it's only four songs, okay? So it's not an album. So I'm not going to like grade this. It's cool. It's good to hear from me. It's good to have new music from me. I'll take it. Um, I'm going to play a song called Pain Away featuring Little Dirk. The video for this is fire too. In the trenches trying to get it out the mud Looking up the killers trying to figure who I was Solar at Chipotle, I just want to feel a love I feel like a crip cause I can't even trust my blood Loyalty I say spoil me You ain't my dog, you falling out about no lawyer fee You had a brick and I ain't even have a quarter key You never seen my hand out, I knew it was more than me it's more than us to see our sons and all our daughters eat. Cause I got cops trying to lock me out, so trying to slaughter me. But I stay prayed up, blowing all these K's up. Cause I ain't get advice from all them nights back when I stayed up. Don't hit me about no show if you ain't come to set the stage up. We got body, through a thousand shots, they barely grazed us. And I can't let them make my grave up. I just hope this money take the pain away. And I've been trying to save my money for a rainy day. But I just bought that road truck to take the pain away. And all these dollars give me confidence. Don't get my pain if you don't know this shit that I'm gonna get. That was Meek Mill Pain Away featuring Little Dirk. On new music, the baby dropped my brother's keeper, Long Live G. Uh, his brother, as y'all know, just died from suicide uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And um, he dropped music to get his feelings out about it. Um, this is. It's good, man. You know, it's a lot of pain in the music, as you know. When the little baby first—I mean, when the baby first came out, his dad had died right before his first album came out. So now, you know, he got a lot of success with the second album. He got the rock star record, and then his brother takes his own life, and it's like, you know, how do you, you know, that's that's hard, man. That's very hard because it's like anytime somebody commits suicide, it's like, oh, damn, I didn't even know. I wouldn't even think he would he would do that. Like, what's happening with him? What's going on? Why didn't he call me? Like he could have talked to me, but sometimes, see, people don't understand. If you've never been through no real depression or you've never been through no real bad mental shit, you don't understand how isolated you like to be in those times because you don't trust nobody. You just want to be away from everything. You don't want to be near nobody. You don't want to talk. You don't want to just, you just want to just, you want everything to just go away and it won't. And it's like, I can't be around people. I have to act. I, bad enough, I got all this shit on my head. I just want to be alone. And I don't want to talk to anybody. And you never want to tell people anything because, you know, they're not really going to care. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they, they're not really going to help you. So, you know, you can have a small problem, but you're proud to make it harder for you to tell people what it is. And sometimes, you know, you just got to ask for help. And you got to be transparent and real. It's hard. I know that. But sometimes you just got to put yourself first and be like, you know what? I'm going to just talk through this. And I don't care how people look at me about it or feel a way about it. I got to say it so I can release it. I got to talk about, talk through it so I can just let it go. Once I put it out there, it's, 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 not, it's not deep down no more. It's coming out. It's like when you're drunk and you got to throw up. It's like that. Sometimes you got to emotionally throw up. 
You got to break down and you got to cry and release all that shit. That's the only way you go get through it. You can't keep putting it behind you and making yourself busy and not trying not to think about it. You always go think about it because you're suppressing it. You're not facing it head on. Sometimes you just got to beat that bully. Yo, you're not, you're not fucking with me today, man. I'm sick of this nigga. Tired of being scared every time I come to school. I'm tired of being nervous. I'm fighting back today. And that's when everything changes. That's when life gets a little bit better and you get a little confidence. Sometimes we just got to emotionally vomit. So this is the baby getting his emotions off. This is called Brother's Keeper off his project. I'm my brother's keeping it been like that forever we can't help the shit we seen we had to live through that together at least demons on my soul lord i need help i didn't need devils play with me he gotta go go make a grave and get himself get in the grave i'ma help you get there two jobs mama working minimum wage barely having rip fell we was motivated by them beautiful days we was raised the right way do the wrong thing we get whooped like a slave make us go get a switch to you was the oldest so you got it worse you was the oldest so you got it first i was the baby so i got it easy remember us cussing and fighting in church them well as soon as we leaving that look mommy gave us shit we getting hurt one hand on the wheel and the other was swinging hitting the mouth okay mama i'm bleeding jesus bro i've been hurt ain't had no feelings since we lost you but like a prisoner my mind no one to talk to never let depression go unchecked that should have cost you baby bro gonna walk down on any nigga ever crossed you feeling my feelings that shit been on my mind need to see something die i know who gonna be my victim one of these niggas mind, no kiss. My niggas just looked in my eyes, he feel it. Know I'm ready to slide, he with it. I told him that I was gonna do it tonight. But instead, got my sigh and ring. I spent the night with them, yeah, that's my nephew and my daughter. Gotta give them both the world, I swear to God, I gotta spoil them. I'm a down around this bitch, I'm paying child support and lawyers to that. Bitch to suck my dick, cause she couldn't break me if she wanted. Let it sit with the county. We was traumatized when we was jits. I was fucked up when you found me. Since my big brother dead, guess I got four new kids. Uncle Baby totally bout it. Uncle Baby gon' make sure they got it. Just put a six-figure trust in our four of their names. They can already pay for their college. I ain't never been with them bitch-ass niggas. Get riches to get rich and say that they got it. Oh, family hero, but couldn't say my brother. You see how we grieving. Can't say we don't love you. But y'all fighting demons and we supposed to jump em. Just like mommy said, nigga. When we fighting, we supposed to jump em, nigga. Love you, nigga. I'm my brother's keeping it been like that forever. We can't help the shit we seen. We had to live through that together. All these demons on our soul. Lord, I need help fighting these devils. Play with G, you gotta go, go pick a grave and get a shovel. Bro, we've been fucked up in our feelings since we lost you. Feel like a prisoner, my mind, no one to talk to. Never let depression go unchecked, that shit'll cost you. Baby, bro, gonna walk down on any nigga ever crossed you. That was the Baby Brothers Keeper. Very personal record there. A lot of good music out. Meg Thee Stallion dropped her album. Heard she's going to do 92K first week now. Mm-mm-mm. I got a question. 92K with the Savage remix on the project, which the streams would roll over. That record's like platinum already. So I'm taking it. The majority of themselves is from that one record, right? She got that that other song that she got the video for, everybody dancing to it. She got that record buzzing right now. Um, I'm going to let y'all know right now, that challenge alone is going to make that record go. So understand, people may be tired of it. I keep it on the internet. People are sick of that record already. But um, it's working. It's a challenge out. Anytime a song has a dance challenge to it, it's going to work. I mean, y'all could hate it, but this is what it is. And the kids control it. If it's on TikTok and you got kids doing it, and you got, like I've seen Diesel Glingers doing it, I'm seeing everybody doing this shit. Um, the video's fire too. But um, 
Yeah, Meg, Meg, um, I, I mean, she started the album with a diss record to Tori. I commend her for that. I mean, she got to say something, you know, even though she started it, she spoke first. So at this point, uh, I'm sick of this whole shit. I don't even want to like play the record. I'm not going to play the record because Biggie is spinning in his grave hearing her use this bullshit. Like, bitch, people died because of that beat. You ain't about to do nothing. What the fuck are you talking What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, the song I'm going to play from her that I actually like is uh, Cry Baby featuring the baby. This is Meg Thee Stallion. After this, we go get into this Grammy shit, and then we go move into the versus battle. In a while. She had the boy wait, now I don't mind waiting. Oh, you ain't gonna respond to my text? Oh, yeah. Want me keep on my diamonds with sex? What's your name? Keisha. Key. Jasmine. Jazz. Kiera. Megan. Go. Lisa. Ashley. Ash. Sierra. Sarah. Straight up. She got her hands on her knees with her ass in the air. Who that little bitch a player? If her friends ain't around to record it, she been over, shake that little ass in the mirror. Like, <laughs> mm. What a nigga gotta do for your number? Shorty came through with that hair so good, I said, fuck it, I ain't using no rubber. Way she made that ass bounce, think I love her. Got that ass in that mouth from a mother. Type to make your bay mad, you in trouble. NBA playoffs, that ass, it's a bubble. Uh-uh, uh-uh, come on. Uh-uh, uh-uh, throw that ass back. That ain't the baby, that's my baby. Her friends and her mom hate me. Go! Lay down on the bed, do the cry, baby. Go! She ain't gave me none of that puss in a while. She had the boy waiting, I don't mind waiting. Oh, you ain't gonna respond to my text? Oh, yeah? Want me keep on my diamonds with sex? What's your name? Wham, 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 Real hot girl shit. Hey. Lay on my stomach to the up, do the cry, baby. Look back, hold it open, now he annihilated. Moaning like a bitch when he hit this pussy. Damn, he probably wanna wear my hood. Spank me, thank me. If I give it to another nigga, he'll hate me. Sit, slurp, give him that word. Feel too fast for me, not a nigga hurt. Deeper, deeper, I need a reaper. Thought I was in trouble, how he tearing them cheeks up. Keep me a freak, who the flavor of the week? If I make up the rules, then I don't think she needs Jordan, Tommy, Timothy, Gang, which might let Jonathan bring in Sarah. Bitch trying to brag about taking my man. Ha, I needed me a nigga off my hands. Then that nigga lame if he's still waiting. I ain't even saved your number. So no, I can't reply to no text. I make him cry about the pussy. Probably why my shit's so wet. That was Magda Steyer and featuring the baby. Cry baby. Cool record. Now, let's get to this Grammy shit. Oh, Jeezy dropped it Recession 2. Jeezy dropped the album. I'm not really feeling this Jeezy album. I know the older heads are enjoying it. I'm, it's not for me. I haven't enjoyed a, a Jeezy album since... What's the last Jeezy album? Maybe... Uh, maybe TM103 might have been the last one I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and that was 2011. That was... Uh, TM103 was a fucking great album, man. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Actually, shit, we could grab shit later. Speaking of Jeezy, the verses was Thursday last week. Now, <laughs> uh, interesting uh, battle. Okay, that's number one. Very dope to see those two brothers in the same room. Uh, I want to say. 
The people that know Gucci were not surprised he started the battle that way. If you are a fan of Gucci and you've been watching Gucci over his career, you know Gucci energy. Even as of late, since he's been home, y'all know Gucci energy. He says whatever the fuck he gonna say. Like the Angela Yee thing, you was on my dick. Damn, nigga. <laughs> He said that on the radio. Looked at her crazy too. Like, what? You, you was on my. I remember. I forgot that. Uh, that was the reason Charlemagne and Angelique had an issue in the first place. But um, because Gucci was, you know, did you Gucci gonna say what he gotta say, man? When he went crazy on Twitter that time, they thought Gucci was on some. No, Gucci probably meant every word he said. He just probably just like felt bad after it, because Ross is his man. You know, him and Ross and Jeezy used to have static. So, but anyway, um. Good battle. Jeezy, I, I mean, we're going to keep it real. We knew Jeezy was going to win. Jeezy's the bigger artist. Jeezy's the more known artist. Jeezy has the hit records. Gucci has hits, but they street hits. And if you are not a fan of Gucci from back then, those records that he plays will not ring off to you because you wasn't there when those records were current. A lot of, those, a lot of people was in college. My, my age was in college around Gucci's run which was like 06, 07, 08, 09. That was when Gucci was getting hot. Waka Flocka was getting hot. Juice Man was hot. Like, Gucci had some shit. Like, like Waka was on fire. Like, those tapes back then and OJ back then, like, Gucci on World Star was viral every week. Like, the records was going. The number, he was doing his thing, right? You're not going to act like Gucci was since out of nowhere got lit. Like, no, the jail shit, kind of slowed him down. He kept getting locked up. He kept getting in trouble. Like Gucci just, you know, I always say Kodak Black is the Gucci of the young generation. Like as fire as you are and as much as Lungus love you, he can't stay out of fucking jail, man. That's how T.I. was too in early his career. He's just most talented nigga. You just can't stay out of jail. Once T.I. Started, started staying out of jail, you know, it was kind of, well, you know, his, his prime was before he went anyway. But, um, and what, that, I always say that on the show. Why rappers always change after jail? Like, Gucci is not the same Gucci. You know what I mean? Like, Wayne's not the same Wayne. T.I. was not the same T.I. after he came out. Like, damn, bro. That shit fuck everything up. Like, jail does something, nigga. Like, Sean is a whole other nigga. You know what I mean? Shout out to Sean, too. He, uh, he just won some kind of political thing in Belize. I forget what. Mayor, governor, I don't know. Something like that. But salute to, uh, to Sean Pope. John has a classic album. His first album was a classic. I don't care what nobody says. Come on. Classic. John's first album, classic. Biz, you can text me. We can argue. We can argue. We both from New York. You know how that Sean, what that Sean album was doing in 2000. Stop that. Anyway. Um, Jeezy kept it adult. And I seen the internet gave him all the kudos. And I understand that. But understand this. If... Somebody puts money on your head, right? And said person tries to come collect that money that's been put on your head. And you end up killing said person that they sent to kill you. Are you going to be like buddy, buddy with this nigga when you see him? Like, do you know I had to kill somebody because you tried to kill me? Do you, do y'all ever think about the mental anguish that might have had on Gucci of having to kill somebody. Everybody's not capable of murder. But when you're in a position where you got to defend yourself, 
It's my, his life or mine. What you think he going to do? And then if I'm successful and I beat this shit in court and everything, which he did, oh, I'm popping shit. You going to have to see me. I'm talking my shit. So Gucci was talking his shit. We all knew he was going to do it. But, um, you know, he was like, oh, Gucci, he's so mature. I'm talking about jury. What about real estate? Oh, y'all, y'all killed me with that. Oh, and Jeezy said the real estate. Y'all think Gucci, where y'all think Gucci live? In, a, in, a, in an apartment? Are y'all fucking crazy? <laughs> Yo, do you think Gucci was saying that because of, like, Jeezy don't have jewelry? It was all, if you see now, y'all don't understand the beef. When he said my outfit is 10000 that was the amount of money that Gucci said on the song, stay strapped. I got a 10-pack on that nigga in that chain. They wanted Gucci chain. So when Gucci said, I got $5 million in jewelry right now, they ain't lost one yet. That's what he was talking about. You said niggas is going to kill me. You said niggas going to take my chain. They never did it. Jeezy tried to spin it. Oh, I got to talk about real estate, nigga. Let's talk about real estate. No, don't try to do fucking vert, you bitch. Now, I have five million on now. You said you wanted to take it. Take it. Y'all didn't understand that. That went over your head because y'all just like to watch the verses. Because y'all thought Gucci was going to play, um, you know, some pussy records that he got. No, no, I'm coming at Jeezy. Fuck that. I respect it, bro. I understand the grown man shit. I seen the ending. It was beautiful. But I got to get my petty off. I'm sorry, bro. I'm for that. I'm going to get my shit off. No, I'm going to get my shit off, and then we could be kumbaya after that. But right now, I'm getting my shit off. I might never see this nigga in face-to-face again. Getting my shit off. Fuck that. Nigga tried to kill me. So, Jeezy won, but Gucci won to the streets. So everybody won. They went to the club after. Nothing happened. Everything was love, peace, and everything was good. Both artists are still alive today. (laughs) So, moving on from that, the Grammys. Royce the 5'9", nominated album of the year. Freddie Gibbs, nominated for album of the year. Nas, nominated for album of the year. Jay Electronica, nominated for album of the year. Now that fifth guy, I don't know, forgive me. It must have slipped, okay? Now, this is for rap album of the year. Rap album of the year. Now, Little Baby feels a way that he's not in the li- in the thing right now. Little Baby, I'm going to let you know, if you're judging by what you're seeing, you know, your image, my brother, people do not see you as a lyrical rapper, even though Little Baby can rap now. He can go. But your image, you look like Amigo. Amigos aren't known for rap. So your image is the image of a mumble rap. Your come up was on a mumble record, the song with Drake. A couple of your other hits records are mumble kind of a little. They did the game in trouble. Like, you know, we hear the but we don't know what you're saying all the time. So, and it's generational as well. Most of the people, uh, pretty much everybody in that rap album of the year are old. Freddie Gibbs is damn near 40. Nas is well into his 40s. Royce is in his 40s. Jay Electronica's in his 40s. This was not for the young niggas, baby. You only, what, 24? Just keep working, bro. It's only so long these niggas gonna be behind. Now, The weekend. 
Said the Grammys gave him an ultimatum. You either get do the Grammys or the Super Bowl. He's picked the Super Bowl. Said, all right, well, fuck you. We ain't getting no, we ain't getting no nominations. Nigga, fuck out of here. Come on now. Now, the, the Weeknd's album was not all that. But he had records on there that should get Song of the Year or something. Because Flashing Lights, come on. What are we talking about here? It's a big-ass record. He did nothing for that. Kind of crazy. Um, I seen something with uh, Cardi and Wiz on um, Twitter, but that was just some little back and forth. It really was Cardi doing something, and that was about it. But um, Nicki Minaj was talking about how she didn't get Best New Artist and she lost to such and such because of some shit. Listen, to this day, Nicki doesn't have any Grammys. And she's probably not going to get one. So, Nicki, you might have lost your Best New Artist, but you had years to catch something in all those years that you didn't. Cardi did. Meg is probably going to get two. Lauren Hill got. Eve got. Nikki, I don't know what you, I, I, I don't know. Who don't, I don't know. I don't, but explain it to me. Missy Elliott got Grammy. Every top female rapper has a Grammy except Nikki. Little Kim got one. Brat got one. Don't Angie, Angie Martinez on the record, she got one. Come on, I don't know. Is, what did she do? Like, is she really violating like they say? We don't know. But anyway, the weekend, like, fuck them niggas, okay? Uh, Drake is basically telling niggas, fuck the Grammys, don't worry about none of that shit, because Drake should have 45,000 Grammys, and he doesn't. Um, so it's like, if he can say that, you know, you got to think about that. Um, now, be off the versus battle. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, come to the podium, my brother. It's the sensitive Sally. Kevin Hart himself. Man, what the fuck? Kevin Hart himself. Um, he's on Instagram, not Instagram, he's on Twitter and he's really being sensitive, man. Because people are saying that they don't like the stand-up. And Kev, let me tell you right now, this shit was garbage, bro. I watched it. It was terrible. Let me tell you, Kevin Hart, uh, you might not never hear this, but I hope you do. Maybe this might go viral. Maybe this might be the one that does it for me, guys. Now, Kevin Hart, you came in at a time of comedy. As a comedy person that studies comedy, I did comedy myself for four years, which don't mean shit compared to him. He's been doing it forever. You know, I'm not a, uh, a comedian per se. But as a person that has done stand-up and has been in these clubs and have practiced the art of stand-up comedy, I view it a little bit different. It's like, you know, people that used to play ball overseas didn't go to the league, but they watched the game different from a regular person that never played the game. All right? So I played the game. I didn't do it on a big level, but I know, how, I know what comedy is now. Kevin, you came in the game at a time where Cat Williams was super hot and Cat couldn't stay out of trouble and Cat suffered for that. There was a lane open for you and you took it and took off. And Kevin did an amazing job in that space. Kevin became a rock star of comedy. In the beginning, to laugh at your pain and everything in the beginning, we, we were with you. Step for step, we loved it, right? Now, as these comedy things started to slow down, he started to do more movies. He still loves you, Kevin. Think like a man and, and the Jumanji's and the shits with the rock and the shit with Ice Cube. We loved you and these, we supported you. The little animal thing you do, we supported all your endeavors, right? Now, you know, in the time, in those times, the world was different. Obama was president. 
There was no civil unrest. Racism was still alive, but it wasn't in the forefront like it is now. So there wasn't no pressure for Kevin to get up there and talk political. Right? Here we are in 2020, and Kevin Hart is still telling jokes about his children. The same children you was talking about in your very first one. These are the same fucking kids. Kevin, Kevin, we don't care about your kids. I I don't care about that. I don't give a fuck about none of that. What do you think about Trump, Kevin Hart? If I, you know what's funny? I'm going to give you this for free, Kev. Your next stand-up should be tweets answered on stage. You take the nastiest tweets you can find. It's kind of like what they do on Jimmy. Is that Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon? You find the nasty tweets and you respond to those tweets. Do something different. You get up there and say something with substance. Not fucking brick oven pizza, Duke. I don't care about your rich ass brick oven pizza dinner at whoever fucking house. I don't care. It's not funny. You made a lot of money off of us. You owe us to get up there and speak and use your platform as a black fucking man. Not some Hollywood comedian that get up there and do this clean shit in your pajamas in your fucking house. We don't want to hear that shit. They, I don't know if you got the memo. Dave Chappelle is back. You might want to step your shit up, bro. And salute to Dave Chappelle. He has a new 18-minute piece out on Instagram that bodied Kevin Hart shit. It bodied you in 18 minutes. And he was telling the story. And you learned from that story in 18 minutes. I didn't learn shit about Kevin Hart, about his daughter might be a hoe. Come on, man. You still calling your son dumb? Come on, man. Your kids went with their mom to an amusement park and it was different from when they go with you. And nobody here, you want to hear your privileged ass jokes. Say something else, bro. Get real. Talk about experiences. You got all this life lived and you give nothing. You cannot be a private comedian. It doesn't work that way. You have to say what you think. Martin Lawrence does, did that. Eddie Murphy pioneered that. You owe it to people like that that came before you to pay it forward to us because you holding people back like Mike Epps, which is bullshit. Mike Epps can't get a big look because he's considered dirty compared to you. Mike Epps is fucking funny. Mike Epps can stand on stage and just stand there and then get a laugh. He's hilarious. And you hate on Mike because you're the guy at the top and you won't let nobody eat with you. You don't put Mike in no movies. You're not putting on no new can be yuck plastic cup boys. Where they at? Why are they not in these movies with you? You got to look at the people that did it for others. Look what Dave Chappelle did for Donnell Rollins. He brung him up. Look what Eddie Murphy did for Martin. Look what Martin did for Dave Chappelle. Everybody pays it forward, Kev. Who have you put on? Name somebody that came up through you that's on. It's nobody. And that's sad, bro. Jamie Foxx gave people chances. He had comedians on his show. When you did your show, you went and got Nelly and Nick Cannon. They didn't need that look. JB Smooth, they was already on. Who did you put on? Look what Nick Cannon does for comedians. DC Young Fly, Chico Bean. Even you, Kevin Hart. Nick Cannon helped you. Cat Williams, look what Cube does for comedians. Who are you putting on? You see, these people get this love and this light and they don't, and y'all don't look at them in the, in the way you're supposed to. 
And I seen some shit with Colin Kaepernick the other day saying it's been 1,300 days since he had a job. I, yo, I'm, I'm telling y'all, man. This Kaepernick nigga. <laughs> I, yo, anyway. Back to this Kevin Hart thing. The, the shit is trash. The shit is poop. Fucking garbage. It's garbage. Um, and he's on Instagram, on Twitter, and he's firing back at people that are saying negative, but he's only reposting all this positive shit. And you could tell a comedy, uh, a stand-up is flopping terribly because he's been promoting this on, Insta- on Twitter for about two weeks. He's been retweeting every day, constantly. Kevin Hart is never on Twitter that much. When he has a movie, he never tweeting this much because they usually do well enough so he don't have to do that. But because this is quarantine and shit, I guess he has time. But it's like, it's bad. It's bad. If you watch it and you like it, cool. Everybody's not going to feel the same way as I do, and that's okay. But to me, it was lazy trash, and that's it. It's in the tub. Now, um... Moving forward, what was I about to say just now? Shit. Uh, let's see. Damn. Okay. Oh, the Fresh Prince doc, uh, uh, reunion. Fresh Prince reunion was sensational. Sensational. It was really, really good. And um, the Uncle Phil part really made me sad, man. It was so sad to like watch those memories back because we grew up on Fresh Prince. Like It came out in 1999. I was five. By the time I was really catching on to it, it was probably like season three. When I was a little older, I was eight, and I remember it used to come on. It was a big deal every week. Um, and it came on NBC, which was like, you know, usually everything came on... Um, Usually it was it used to be what ABC Channel Eleven, especially for black shows. You know the Wayans, Steve Harvey. You always on Channel Eleven, so to see it on ABC, NBC was even Martin was on Fox. But NBC was uh, it was a big deal. Um, it was good to see both Aunt Vivs. Um, man, just watching that back, it's like you really an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like you realize you're really like dog. We're grown. You don't feel it. Like, when you're a kid and you look at adults, you look at them as old. You're like, no, he's old. Nigga could be 25. If you're 14, he's old. Damn, you 25? What the fuck? That's young as shit. You don't realize that till you're 25. You're like, nigga, I'm only 25. But when you're 14, 25 is old as hell. But when you're 35 and the shows you grew up on are getting reunions and everybody in the shit is old, <laughs> when the shows you grew up on in high school are hitting Netflix, Moesha, Girlfriends, The Parkers, everything one-on-one. Everything's on Netflix. Like, kids are watching these shows like, what the fuck is this old shit? But we like, oh, shit, one-on-one is on Netflix? I was hyped when I seen that. The Flat App, man? Flex? Flex Washington? Flat App? That was my, that was my shit. I, I don't know if y'all grew up on... I don't know if y'all watched one-on-one, but that was my shit. One-on-one used to come on UPN, not Channel 9. The Parkers, all those shows came, usually came on UPN. But anyway... It was good, man, to see Will and Aunt Viv squash that after uh, such a long time. And I never knew that story. I never knew that Will did that to her. I never knew that. Um, I didn't know why they changed Aunt Viv. And I remember when it happened, it was like, who the fuck is this light-skinned lady 
just coming, hey, hungry, like, oh, Aunt Viv, Aunt Viv, who the fuck is, did, did Uncle Phil get a divorce? That motherfucker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was weird, but you got used to it, and they had little Nikki, and it was like, oh, whatever, okay. I don't know how little Nikki's light, like, dark skin, and Aunt Viv is light skin now, but, you know, Carlton Brown, too, so we just go let it lie. Let it, Carlton Ashley was, was darker. Um, Will, Will came a long way, man. To see him back then and to see how he, he him now, and Will Smith took that shit. That is the, the the fucking definition of taking an opportunity for all it's worth. Will had never acted. He never had an experience, but they gave him a chance. And he took that and look at him now. Wow. So that just goes to show you, you get an opportunity. Just even if you feel like it's too big for you, take that shit. Because the experience of it will make you come out as somebody you never thought you could be on the other end. So accept everything. Like I had a thing, I had a, uh, a thing, I always, I'll try anything once. It only got to work one time. You know what I mean? So that was, that was great. That was phenomenal. Uh, For Life came back. For Life came back. It's actually on tonight. For Life coming on Channel 7 at 10. Um. Oh shit, let me text the barber. Gotta get my cat. Yeah, but um, for life is back, and um, season two, I'm not gonna tell y'all about the first episode or nothing like that. Y'all can check it out on your own. And um, it's back. Super happy. I love that show. Shout out to uh, Fifty. That's Fifty got his pots in hand in hand and everything. December six, Power's back. December six, a couple weeks away. Facetime. Hold on, y'all. Yo, I'm in. I'm in the studio. Oh. I'm gonna come after this. All right. All right. Yeah. You got them clippers going. Niggas getting there. Hey, get that holiday haircut, nigga. You gotta be fresh in the living room, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be fresh when you just sitting there eating. Fuck that. It's a day off to most niggas. Anyway. Yeah, for life is back. I'm happy about happy about that. Um, I've been rewatching Dexter. And I'm up to the last season. It took me about two weeks to get through seven seasons. I'm a beast. <laughs> because I remember all the episodes and shit, I, you know. It's just like a refresher. I know Dexter's might supposed to be, allegedly supposed to be coming back. I'm excited. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, yeah. Man, rewatching Dexter taught me some things. Um, you got to think outside the box. Because when you watch that show... The way Dexter analyzes things, I'm like, oh, he's always reading. He's always reading people. You have to do that. Especially like, because in life, we're not killers. Right? In the show, and Dexter's a murderer in the show. So he studies and stalks people as this normal looking guy. No, nothing harmful. He looks like a normal guy, lab geek. Works, he's a blood splatter analyst. But nobody knows his secret. Like, I kill people every night. But I only kill bad people. I have a code. Okay? I don't just kill random motherfuckers. I kill bad guys that the cops didn't catch. Or people that, you know, the cops not even on and I find out they did some dirt. I'm going to kill them because um, I'm ridding the earth of the scum and I kill them, chop them up, throw them in the ocean. That's what Dexter does. You know? He's purging niggas on his own. But the only reason Dexter's doing that is not just because he has a dark passenger. Right? There's something inside him that makes him do this. He was doing it for, since he was a kid and his father trained him. Hey, you're going to do it this way this is how you don't get caught. His father was a cop, right? So his father taught him 
how to clean, what cleans blood and how to do this and how to do that. And then Dexter being a blood spatter analyst himself, he knows what to look for because he, he works on crime scenes. So when he comes to a crime scene, we're like, oh, there's a thumbprint there. That could be evidence. Like he knows not to leave nothing like that. So, but anyway, it just te- teaches me how to pay attention to every single detail of everything. Everything you have to watch. Every fucking thing. Pay attention. Body language, words, mannerisms. Just watch shit. And I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. A lot. I really do. Because I'm already like that. And that's making this show is like, mm, I could be better. I could tighten up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man, okay. I don't think I have too much more. Oh, congratulations, Summer Walker. She's pregnant. Congratulations. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, what else is going on on the show? Nothing much going on. Michael B. Jordan was uh, named the most sexiest man in the world. I don't know why I'm giving a clap for that, but that's salute to him, man. Um... Tory Lane says Chicks Take Five should be nominated for Victoria. This is not the time. Even though he was giving out turkeys in Brooklyn the other day. Shout out Tory for that. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Noah is going to host the Grammy. Salute to Trevor Noah. Now you see, Trevor Noah going to rap. Trevor Noah going to rap. Now you watch how he hosts these Grammys. Trevor Noah has been doing a great job on the Daily... Shout out to Trevor Noah. He has the Daily Show on Comedy Central every night at 11. And he has been holding it down through this quarantine. He reps for us. He reps for us 100%, Trevor Noah. So that's a great thing. Salute to that brother. We ain't got to worry about him getting his Kevin Hart on up there. Uh, Playboy Cardi got music coming. Finally, nigga. Goddamn. It's about fucking time. I don't know when. Uh, condolences to 21 Savage. His brother was killed in, uh, in England. So condolences to uh, 21 Savage. He lost a brother too. Oh, man. But yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Too much else going on, man. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, Christmas would be my second favorite holiday. Just because there's a possibility you might get some shit. You just might. Never know. <laughs> Be good to people. You never know who'll get you something. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I, I got to give y'all free game this week. Oh, yeah. I got to give y'all free game. Uh, free game for this week. Commitment is not free. I'm going to say that again. Commitment is not free. Commitment is very expensive. And if you do not have the, the funds to afford a commitment, do not invest. Now, let me break this down into layman's terms. Do not get in a relationship because you're afraid to lose the person. If you're going to lose this person and what they want is something you can't give, then you need to let it go. A lot of people are stuck in situations where they don't know how to get out because you don't have a real reason to get out beyond, besides the point of, I just don't want to do this anymore. 
I've outgrown this. This is not working for me anymore. There's nothing wrong with 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 saying you can't. I can't afford that commitment. What it takes for me to be with this person, I cannot give. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, don't feel bad because you are not as involved or invested as the other person. Things change. Feelings change. People grow. So I I say all that to say this. Fellas, stop asking that girl to be your girl if you're not really going to be her man for real. Ladies, stop pressuring these men to be your man when you see he's not really capable. And I know it's hard to let the nigga go and just start all over and find somebody else that's going to give you the commitment you want from him. But I swear to you, it's out there. If you're patient, you don't have to settle. You know what I mean? A lot of women are out here in settled relationships where they just going with what the fuck it is. They could do better. They feel they can do better. They know they could do better. But the fear of starting over, the fear of change, I say it all the time, fear of change and fucking, um, damn, what do I say? Fear of change is going to keep you in a fucked up situation. And there's something else a part of that too. Damn. Yeah, but you got to be more selfish. You got to put yourself first. Your happiness comes first. What's the sense of making somebody happy if you're sad about it? You're not happy. Do you know what happiness is? Happiness is making people that make you happy, happy as well. Does that person make you happy? If the answer is no, what are you doing? You're overexerting yourself for nothing. It's not being reciprocated. So when do you get to feel good? When do you get to be happy? When do you get to feel what you give? When is it ever or your turn? You know what I mean? Sometimes that's our fault because we don't know how to say, we don't know when to say when. We know the situation we're in. We don't want to be in it, but we won't leave because we're comfortable. That's what it is. Fear of change and comfort will keep you in a fucked up situation. Don't get too comfortable. You got to know how to detach. You see, for me, I chain, I, I've trained myself to detach from people. I don't cling to people because I don't get close enough to people to, you know, we be cool as fuck. But there's certain, there's certain places in my heart you won't reach because I'm not allowing you to reach. I'm not allowing myself to get in that vulnerable space because I'm not ready for that. See, the person that you deal with got to make you want to do that. And if you don't want to do that with that person, let it be known to them. Hey, me and you, we, we, we got right here. We just, this is going to be it. And if you're not cool with this, I understand. But if you are, you got to know what's, what's this, there's an end game to this. This isn't forever. You know? And for me, I like change. I, I like to consistently be growing and progressing and changing. I like it. I like change. So, like, I'll deal with somebody for a certain amount of time and then, all right, we get, we, that was cool. Thank you. You can still be cool if you want, but usually it don't work out that way because there's feelings involved. I tend to not put my feelings into things because I know in advance where I want to go with it. I know what I I know what I'm 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 in this for. I know what I'm looking for from you. And I, I I expressed it, and that is literally all I wanted. As long as I'm honest, you can't be mad at me. You know, you could be mad at yourself for accepting something you really didn't want, but because you were comfortable, you let it slide. Because you was like, you know what, it's fine. I just it's okay. But you did know in the end, this you make it hurt. You make it hurt at the end of this. Are you, are you okay with that? 
Are you built for the hurt that's going to eventually come to you because you're invested more than the other person? You know? Don't be naive. But everybody can't afford commitment. It's expensive. It takes time, compassion, caring, loving. You have to like put people b- before yourself. If you're not capable of those things, you should not be committed. And that's why I don't commit to anyone. Because I'm not at this moment capable to give what a person would really, well, a person hasn't made me want to give that much of myself to them. So I just don't. I keep it to a certain place because I don't want to be the bad guy here. Even though somebody got to be the bad guy at some point. You know what I mean? It's not going to be liked, but it's a part of life, man. It's a part of life. Everything, everything has an ending. There's no movie that doesn't end. There's no song that doesn't end. There's no day that doesn't end. Everything has an ending. Life ends. Everything has an ending. So you just got to appreciate the moments. Don't look too far ahead because you don't know how far you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell you, don't live in what if, live in what is. What is is right now. Right in front of you, you can see it, you can touch it, you can feel it. What if is a maybe. You don't know. But you're glamorizing something you don't know because it's fun to imagine. But imagination is dangerous. <laughs> okay? Because the things you imagine, you're going to take them for real. And, and, and if it doesn't come to fruition, now you're hurt. Who put these things in your head? You did. Take accountability for you living in a fucking fantasy. You know, live in the moments. You live in the moment, you, get, you live a lot longer, man, because you appreciate today. Today, I appreciate today. Tomorrow hasn't come yet, so I don't even talk about it. Let's focus on here and now. I can, I can control here and now. Can't control tomorrow. I don't know anything can happen tomorrow. It's not in my control. Once we get there, we'll assess, and then we'll go forward. But um, yeah, so that's my free game. Can you afford commitment? Because commitment is expensive. You got to have your emotional bank full. Okay? Got to have a full emotional bank, meaning you got over all your fucking past drama. You're over every single person from your past. And you see, a lot of people try to use people to get over other people. That's not going to last. That's not going to work. Because if it doesn't work with that person that you put to, to heal you in that moment, now you double fucked up. Focus on you. Right? Always put yourself first. It's not selfish to put yourself first. That's not selfish. If you have children, you put your kids first and then you. Okay? Why should you always come last? Why? Who says you have to be that way? Who says you have to live that way? Who says it's selfish to take care of yourself? Who said that? Nobody ever said that. Who else going to take care of you if you don't? Oh, all right. Okay, well. But you find out who going to do it and let me know. Anyway. I got a song before we get out of here. Happy Thanksgiving once again, everybody out there. I hope y'all having a great day. Um, I cannot wait for tomorrow. Uh, let's see. And what do I want to play? What do I want to play? All right, I'm going to play some of this St. John. This is my shit. This is Pray For Me, St. John featuring Kanye West. Can I talk to my city? Pray for me only if you need. 
Pray for me, never on your knees. Pray for me when the summer breaks. Pray for me that I never bleed. Pray for me, pray for me for the family. Pray for me for the man I'm supposed to be. Pray for me, put your hand on me. Pray for me and my enemies. No, don't ever approach me Them niggas know I got it, gotta look at me closely Cut from a different cloth, from a different upholstery Born from a different mind when you see me, it toast me oh, oh. My life now, satellite now Just play my mama this if I die right now Before I close my eyes, before I lie down Never hang my head, never hide my crown oh. And the pills got a nigga distracted Porsche on the hills get pretty attractive And they use our own to do it, you can't tell they tactics I've been there for a while, so I studied their tactics And me trying to lower the maxes Trump in our house trying to lower the axes Real life movie, I don't know any actors I'm just trying to move forward and keep pulling me backwards See this visceral reaction's not reciprocal Matter of fact, the way you acting is just typical Matter of fact, the force I'm giving you centrifugal Matter of fact, if I just doubled up, I triple you. Gotta come with something, something, something different, dude. Gotta come with something, something, something different, dude. Especially when yeah, 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 in a different mood. Especially when yeah, 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 in a different mood. They wanna ask, is he well when my mind's on Israel? I know that I'ma live to tell that we live through a living hell. Under the Remy spell, in a living cell. This ain't living real. This is a different deal, bruh. This is a different feel, bruh. Tell me how you feel, bruh. Still trigger blow. Even though I'm somebody niggas will figure out. Even though they saying I'm really that nigga now. Even though they saying there's nothing to think about. I promise to think it out. Whoa. Pray for me only if you need. Pray for me never on your knees. Pray for me when the summer breeze. Pray for me that I never bleed. Pray for me for the family. Pray for me for the man I'm supposed to be. Pray for me for your hand on me. Pray for me and my enemy. Ooh, that was St. John Pray For Me featuring Kanye West. Oh, man, guys. Yo, listen, man. Everybody have a wonderful week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat a plate for me. I am going to be high and happy all day today. Um, got me a nice little half ounce of some shit. Saying. So we're going to smoke tomorrow real good. Go eat real good. Relax. Uh, you know, my diet is screwed tomorrow, you know. <laughs> screwed. Yeah, man. So, um, guys, man, you guys have a good one, man. Good luck to everybody trying to get a PS5. If you got it already, salute. Enjoy. All right. Uh, I think that's everything I got this week. Man. I don't got too much to get off. Huh? Huh? Yeah, 75 minutes. I think I did all right. That's like an hour and hour and 15. Yeah. I'm cool with that. So listen, man, y'all niggas have a great holiday. Good weekend. Stay safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Don't catch the Ronas. Everybody be safe. These niggas are shooting, these little niggas are shooting up house parties and shit. Man, shit, shit crazy, man. But look, <clears throat> I will be back with y'all next week. This is episode 157. I love you guys. Peace.
Can I talk? 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 Can I tal